0: Hello, chap. I love the word "chap."
1: Yeah, there was a magazine in the UK for a while called Chap, which, of course, I really liked because I'm a bell end. So, one of those like men's interests, skin mag,
0: almost kind of thing. Uh,
1: no, it was. Well, it was. I mean, let's be honest. This sort of thing will only appeal to men because men are the kind of bell ends that have really stupid hobbies and affectations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, hence the podcast. Yeah, um, <laughs> Hello. but it was like it was like. Um, victoriana culture like not even that georgian culture like lots of tweed and uh and uh bicycles and uh, smoking pipes and stuff like that okay which of course yes i loved at university yes i I could guess that about you actually Mm. oh dear still well chap well well chap do you want to get into it i think i do i forget how we start this i think that's it isn't it Welcome to another episode of Hey Brew, the podcast about the kind of stories you would tell in the pub. Each week one of us brings a beer and a usually tangentially but sometimes very, very on the nose related story. My name is Elliot. My name is Mike. Do You like that foreshadowing?
0: Yeah, I also like the very smooth way you started that intro. It was, I, it was kind of like late night radio, DJ. Do you know what? Maybe that's the way I'm going to do it forever yeah, from now on. Yeah. Obviously it won't be, but maybe. Mm. Um, maybe it's something about the, the the lack of the table and all those shit in between us we're really getting that intimacy back up
1: well while i quickly scan through my phone for the notes for today's episode because i forgot Mm. to bring them up would you like to explain to people what just what the fuck fuck? (laughs) yeah what the fuck i'm talking about uh i moved house a week ago
0: and we are currently in my my home office in a somewhat temporary recording setup which is us both on computer chairs vaguely facing each other with a small coffee table between us to put the beer on and we've had to resort to holding the microphones in our hands for this one
1: I'm going to make a really great Ikea pun for those Mm. people out there that like it. Um, Except you have to be in the room and see it. Yeah. But there's a real lack of furniture in here. Thank you. I was hoping you would be able to recognize this coffee table on site from
0: the (laughs) Ikea catalog.
1: (laughs) Well, what can I say, Mike? Uh, When I did the episode on Ikea, I read cover to cover the entire catalog. No, you didn't. No, of course not. But I do spend (laughs) a lot of time in Ikea. Yeah. It was like... There's, cert- I'm 32 Look, now. there's
0: certain elements that once you've seen them a few times, you remember by name somehow. And I guess yeah. that's just the power of Ikea's naming conventions. Oh, absolutely. But I know that thing out in the living room is a Kallax bookshelf system. Oh, well, there you go. And this Kallax. is a black coffee black. table. We are, not, we are not sponsored by Ikea. Yet. No, that'd be an amazing get.
1: Can you imagine that? That'd be the best sponsor
0: they, ever. They would have to come out with some kind of
1: beer fridge. They sell fridges. Do they really? Yeah. I have not seen that. They have, like, a whole section where they have, like, small appliances.
0: Sure. Yeah. I need to... Well, I don't need to go to Ikea, but I want to... You do, though, know, I, I mean, I do, actually. I need some shelves for in here, because um, the shelves that I did have, I'm putting somewhere else.
1: I was literally talking about Ikea before I left the office, because uh, chap in the office, who's um, mm-hmm. a vegetarian, he went there the other day, and he's like, oh, they had a veggie hot dog for a dollar. I was like, how many did you have? He's like, I had two, mm-hmm. and they were pretty good like, oh, the onions on them were great. They were like deep fried onions. And then wow. they had this like pickled cow, but like sauerkraut on there. It's like, all right, that sounds
0: good. You to know, be I've never eaten at Ikea. It is slightly better than you would ever imagine. That's kind of the vibe I've got yeah. over just, the
1: years. Just like Ikea itself. Yeah. Slightly better than you would imagine. Yeah. But like not great. <laughs>
0: the furniture doesn't hold up well moving house repeatedly with the same piece of furniture. Nah. But if you're careful with it, you, you can make a it lot last. You. you can
1: get a lot of use out of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, Ikea today's episode is not about Ikea no it's definitely not no it isn't uh, it is from a land of ice and snow but before that Mike mm. any interesting beer action going on I mean with the move who knows if you've ever been out uh,
0: well look with with moving house comes a lot of strenuous activity which comes I need a fucking beer a whole bunch I remember that quote from Spider-Man
1: yeah
0: uh, <laughs> you mentioned that uh, cut come on that's not the line and you know it Uncle Ben
1: <laughs> I don't feel like you read the script
0: <laughs> old mate Ben <laughs> He's not actually his uncle, he's just a friend of the family he has been fucking the aunt. They just met him in the pub once. Boy, <laughs> listen here, Peter. <laughs> I don't know why he's Australian. Uncle Ben, I've been told I shouldn't be talking to you anymore. <laughs> yeah, nah, fuck that, but hey, listen. <laughs> uncle Ben, what is stranger danger? <laughs> what is this podcast? Huntsman uh, Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I've just been... Having a beer here and there as I get to the end of the day and I'm fucking exhausted. I've done a bunch of moving stuff around. I'm like, yeah, I could go for just one. I think that is, you know, that like very, very justifiable. Just completely satisfy the, the the thirst that I've built up. Um, nothing new, just very satisfying beers. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good times. I um, I went to. Did we discuss? I went to Brewers Feast.
0: I think so. Yeah, because I mentioned how much work you did on on the on the social media during
1: that i don't remember that podcast at all it was the last one yeah because i thought it was i was two just two weeks ago But i was just thinking like that time lines up i don't remember discussing that at all yeah it's probably still very hungover. i think it
0: was a big weekend that you had come off of yeah but i should remember a monday evening
1: yeah but oh on it was Mo- the sunday maybe was that the weekend that doesn't matter anyway. this is behind the scenes anyway um but since then uh, i went to inner north on saturday yes always a birthday. good time it was um um always a good time in and off. Yeah. Cracking all, uh, cracking do. Mm-hmm. Um, had some, had some pretty cool beers there. I, I, they've always got a pretty evolving range. They've got some great classics and stuff like that, but a couple, yeah. of, a couple of newbies and stuff in there. The core
0: range is what, about a half dozen different styles. Yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah. They, they do vary a fair bit. It's mm. not just like, oh, they got three IPAs. Yeah. No. It's, it's kind it, of
1: all over the place. It's good times. The yeah. big red is still probably my favorite beer by then. It's very good. It's so good. and Yeah like admittedly saturday was like 24 degrees and sunny but today is yeah. a day for a big red yeah yeah, yeah. it is rains are coming mm. and as am i what nothing <laughs> um but yeah that's that's kind of my beer news at the moment i yeah. feel like i had a uh, margarita goza by nomad the other day that was quite wow. nice all right yeah it was good oh gab's is coming up so we are going to miss out on some of the fun because of the fantastic yeah. beers that are there but neither yeah. of us are going which is I'm a little bit saddened by, but I also really can't be asked. I'm kind yeah. of broke.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's it's more a scheduling thing for me. Um, I, I honestly couldn't see past moving house. I was like, don't ask me about May. I yeah, don't know no, what I'm doing. Fair. Um, but yeah, no, that that's always one of my favorite times of the year because it's all beers that are brewed for the event, and often they don't see the light of day outside of that.
1: Well, there's a I'm pretty sure it's a Moondog Barn Me Bear coming up. For yes, it. I saw that on their and Instagram. That looks good. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll. Um, I, I'll almost certainly end up buying an emergency ticket. Yeah, look. If, I think it's payday weekend as well. Yeah. If,
0: if you pull that ripcord, send me a message beforehand.
1: Maybe I'll be on the same boat. Look, it's payday maybe. weekend. What if I accidentally just buy two tickets?
0: It's more. It's more or like I, I, I don't want you to buy a ticket that I can't use. That's my point. I'll find someone. Yeah you, w- yeah, you will.
1: Anyway, this is again quite behind the scenes. Yeah,
0: go to Gabs. It's a good time. It is. They have them all over Australia and New Zealand.
1: Yeah, and it's great yeah and australian australasian in fact yes it is yes it is Mm, great anyway this advert for gab's aside (laughs) um i don't really go any more beer news should you just dive into it i think so yeah we're just kind of rambling yeah please tell me tell me what you've brought to share with the class today (laughs) i don't know why i did that um this is one that's been kind of teased on the podcast because i said i was going to read this very long book and then do an episode on it and then i had a very big weekend and realized i didn't have a beer in so i was like you know what i'm gonna bite the bullet and just do the episode on it um, today we are drinking, because it's been in my fridge a little while, the 5050 Brewing Co, who I do not know. Oh, God, I just realized it's 7%. Uh-oh. Okay. 5050 um, ah. Brewing Co, where are they from?
0: Truckee, California. That's incredible. Um, <laughs> I can't explain to you why that's incredible, but it is. It's just, its truck E, but it's spelt with two E's, not an I-E. So, it, like, usually someone who drives a truck, call, you might call them a truck but
1: not spelt like this. Trucky California is going to be coming up today. Great. Uh, we are drinking 5050 Brewing Co.'s Donna Party Porter, mm. which is really fun to say. Yes. Um, if anybody knows what the Donna Party is, um, they may have some idea of what's coming up. But uh, the Donner Party Porter is one tasty porter that will get you through the harshest winter. But this complex pint's flavor profile includes hints of oat cakes, molasses, smooth, rich, dark chocolate, mocha, and espresso. Uh-huh. Like... Please read the rest of the blurb. Uh, I, don't, Please. I don't want to give it away, but... <laughs> and that, my friends, is what we call a robust porter. Almost historical porter. And why we say, your friends never tasted so good. This is foreshadowing. That's what that is. If someone doesn't know what that's referring to, well, they're going to find they're gonna out. They're going to find out. Anyway, let's get it. All right. That's hella loud in here for some reason. Yeah. All right. I'm going to slot this back into the holster while I pour my beer. Mm, holster that microphone. (laughs) Keep all hands and arms
0: inside the cart. I don't know. Hand check. You can see my hands.
1: Okay, so car's on the table there. I wasn't really thinking and took a big swig so I could pour the rest of the can in.
0: That's all right. We can just get past that with the magic of acting. No, like we'll just fucking, I'm not going to edit that out <laughs> no, at fuck all. That.
1: Um, Mike, I really need you to taste that. All right. You, yeah,
0: spoilers. You've already done it. Yeah, I have. What smells? I didn't very get, nice. I didn't get a chance to smell it. I was too excited. Yeah, it is that kind of like Ooh. almost dark chocolate kind of aroma? Yeah, that's. Yeah. And look, it tastes amazing. That's I've got to delicious. say. Yeah, that, that chocolate still kind of comes through on the
1: taste as well. Yeah. I'm getting good good, good coffee at the end, that espresso yeah, at the end. Yeah,
0: just a little bit. Mm. Um, did they actually have coffee in it? don't know. It says what? coffee
1: tasting notes, but wouldn't surprise me. No,
0: uh, they don't even have a listing of ingredients. No. At all. Um,
1: I think a lot of American brews do not.
0: Yeah, it is that kind of... I mean, it says here, rich, dark chocolate and espresso. You might have just inceptioned that into my head, but... Hmm. Um, yeah that is delightful and it's Blah, also
1: with that sorry. like what
0: 7% alcohol yeah does have that slight warming feeling yeah and these
1: have been in the fridge all day nice. and there's, it's like a, it's like a nice temperature to drink at right mm. now because like, it's not too like freezing cold it's mm. like so it's giving you that, that, that winter warmth that you actually yeah. do need it's and quite I've, nice fun too with
0: a lot of darker beers if they're too cold you lose some of the
1: flavor yeah you lose so much well that's why they serve cheap lager really cheap really yeah. really cold yeah because you just can't tell
0: yeah that was uh a line i heard from my dad once when i was younger yeah right I, d- I don't care what beer it is as long as it's cold which is uh the other side of that coin which is that he used to drink really
1: shit cheap beer <laughs> <Fair enough>. <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there at some point yeah we, we're living in the golden age of beer right now we kind of are yeah yeah it's this, speaking of which I'm enjoying the hell out of this one. I was going to say, this is a pretty golden beer. Yeah. I'm very annoyed that I only bought two cans, and it was a little while ago, so I don't know if I've got to get any more, but that is genuinely tasty. I feel like I saw an email
0: from Purvis recently where they said they had a whole bunch of US stuff in, and it was kind of cheap at the moment.
1: So To Purvis, then? Yeah. With the rest of the Purvis. Always good. Yeah. Always good. Um, So 5050, I don't know them, but they're from Truckee, California, Mm -hmm. uh, a place that will be mentioned later. But um, th- yeah, this is genuinely um, it's really that name, robust porter. I think is really interesting because it has got that kind of like mm. it's a very full round flavor. It's yeah. not like there's no insipidness to that. No, like, there's like a very imagine that on nitro. Oh, that'll be. Exquisite. I think like almost every beer we have. Well, yeah, fair. but but I yeah, I've got a I've got a
0: lot of time for a dark beer done on a nitrogen uh, setup. But there's almost like with that kind of dark chocolate taste, there's almost just like a hint of spice to it. Yeah. I don't know if you're getting that. Yeah, almost like a mold element. Yeah. But like it's very subtle. Yep. Uh, but quite pleasant. Yeah, that's that's
1: that's oh, this is fantastic.
0: I'm yeah. really enjoying this. Yeah, shout out to uh fifty fifty for making a real one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> pour one out for your homies. <laughs> um there really we know what I mean by that, but yeah. still I stand by it.
0: Yep. <clears throat> I'm gonna pour one out into that glass and then put it into my mouth. The whole thing's
1: just it's it roasts itself. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that didn't write themselves, Mm. um, James Brown's book, the indifferent styles above was my source of interest and inspiration for this. I did not use this as the source for my, um, information though, because it is a good book, but I've only just started it Yeah, and it's quite long Yes, and it's very detailed. All right. Um, but are you ready to crack into it? Uh, look, any more thoughts on the beer? I don't think we need to cover the coloration of it. It's a good beer. It's black. It's
0: a nice dark beer. It's very warming. Mm. Uh, which I think we're going to need on this story.
1: I think so, aren't we? I've got two uh, two titles for this, by the way. Okay. If I want to run by you, okay. Um, and I did it in a sort of you know Doctor Strange Love. Yes. Where it's like Doctor Strange Love or, or How I How I Learned to Love the Bomb. Stop worrying and learn to love the bomb. That's yep. Um, I've called this Best Served Cold or No More Snow No Nazis wow so (laughs) what was that more snow no nazis yes
0: okay have Uh, you seen the movie i think it's dead snow no is it good uh it's weird it's (laughs) fair enough it's like i think a german uh horror film where like nazi zombies come up out of the snow and yeah hilarity ensues
1: you're spoiling this because exactly what this is about yeah great (laughs) (laughs) no i i hear it i hear it's good very mm. few people say hilarity ensues when Nazis no, are involved. I was uh, mostly kidding. Oh, okay. It's, it,
0: was, it was more just sitting there watching it going, this is bizarre, and laughing at the biz- bizarreness of the whole thing.
1: So before we get into it, actually, because we, apparently now we're talking about Nazis, mm. I watched um, Inglorious Bastards again the other day. Oh, yeah. And How'd that go? Because I haven't watched it in a while. Um, so Quentin Tarantino is questionable for a lot of things, including seemingly the fact that he kind of knew Harvey Weinstein was being a monster and didn't really do anything about it. Mm um but what he's not questioned about is his um his opinions on treatment of nazis yeah which i for one am entirely in favor of yeah
0: Uh, i think there was a uh famous quote about him talking about that movie uh he's like yeah look it it follows history up to a point and then it takes a hard left
1: turn yeah and if you've seen the movie you know what i mean it's had a really good time watching it because there's no point at no point throughout it, when there's a really brutal murder, do you feel like oh, any wincing mm-hmm. or anything? You're just mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah, fuck, kill Nazis. Yeah. In the words of Jello Biafra, because I've been listening to Dead Kennedy today, Nazi mm. punks, fuck off.
0: Yeah, they kind of came out as maybe a little bit soft on that whole thing in the end. Who the Dead Kennedys? Yeah, recently they turned out to kind of be a little bit, yeah, not
1: great. Fuck anyway, sake. back to this. Defended them today on Facebook. Right, I'm gonna go back. okay so do you know what manifest i don't want to sound a brick top do you know what manifest destiny is Uh, do you know what nemesis means Uh, do you (laughs) not manifest this
0: um not enough to confidently record it into a microphone
1: that's fair enough so i've got a quote here for (laughs) you good thank you so it's a phrase coined in 1845 and the idea is that the united states is destined by god its advocates believed to expand its dominion and spread democracy and capitalism across the entire north american continent Great. So this is 1845 before the entirety of the U.S. was quote-unquote settled by right. white colonialists mm-hmm. um, and was still uh, mostly East Coast-based. Yep. Do you know what the Oregon Trail is? I know a lot of people died. Yeah. So aside, aside, <laughs> aside from being a video game and the reason that most of us are aware of the horrors of dysentery, Yes. the Oregon Trail was a 3,490-kilometer east-to-west network of wagon trails from Independence, Missouri, through to Oregon City, Oregon Territory, as it was known at the time. Right. Oregon City was the proposed capital city for Oregon, which is now. I don't think it is Portland, actually. I don't know what the, what the capital is. Hmm. Um, it weaves through the states of Iowa, Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, Wyoming, Idaho, and Oregon, featuring mountains, river crossings, plains, and deserts. Generally, the Oregon Trail took 140 to 160 days. And was used by about 400,000 settlers, farmers, miners, ranchers, business owners, and their families in the, expand, in the attempt to expand the American dominion west across the continent. Damn. Uh, it was eventually superseded by the first transcontinental railroad in 1869, and modern highways such as Interstate 80 and 84 do actually follow parts of the same route westwards and pass through towns originally established to service those on the trail.
0: Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Which part of that is the movie Wild Wild West based
1: on? Uh, the bit with the uh, Railroad? Transcontinental Railroad. I thought so. giant mechanical spider. I was about to say, my next bullet point says, giant mechanical spiders were finally introduced to the Oregon Trail in 1870. <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking about today uh, our intrepid and unlucky heroes departing on the Oregon Trail from Missouri in the spring of 1846 alongside many other pioneer families. The Donner Party. Fantastic. Uh, as if the name of the thing he didn't give it away enough. Well, yeah. Also, the artwork on the can is... pretty good. It's good. Yeah. It's got a sinister-looking vulture on there. It's really not even remotely close to as harrowing as what's going to happen now. So mm. buckle the fuck in. All right. Buckle the fuck in. I'm going to use that Wait, again. I didn't...
0: Shit. I left the seatbelt. You belt. didn't shit. No, I, I left the seatbelt for this chair at my old place. I'll have to go get that. Dang. I'm flying by the seat of my pants here. Well, oh, that actually means... Probably not.
1: Anyway, um, tell me about this. <laughs> so, while there were many other families on the journey, we're basically going to be referring to the whole thing as the Donna Party mm-hmm. because they were the family that we are, uh, well, the one became famous. The, the titular family, as it were. Exactly. Um, we'll also be mentioning some other names, largely the Reed family were the other major ones. So, sometimes this is known as the Donna Reed Party. I think I've heard that before, actually. Yeah. yeah. Donna Reed, I think, was also a, um, a disco singer. You know, you might be right. Um, so our two sort of leaders of the packs were James Reed, an Irish immigrant, mm-hmm. and George Donner, uh, an American born. Um, and both of their extended families were part of this. Right. So when people did the trail, they took their families, but then they also used to hire people called Teamsters. Um, they would help to drive the oxen, man, mm-hmm. man the wagons, etc., like that. And um, so as well as family, extended family, friends, um, and Teamsters, Yes. Cool. Times that I, by number of families, basically. Gotcha. So generally, the Oregon Trail followed through rivers. Um, excuse me. Uh, sorry. Generally, the Oregon Trail followed rivers mm. and through to a place called the South Pass, which is in modern-day Wyoming, um, which is considered to be quite an easy place for wagons to pass through to get sure. through, you know, rough terrain and ranges. Yep. yep. Um. Subtitle: This prick. <laughs> enter lansford hastings all right lansford hastings was an american explorer kind of mm. um look man i've
0: gone on walks i could call myself an explorer
1: you are not far wrong oh, shit. Um, He was also <laughs> a confederate soldier so fuck him yeah um at this point california or as it was known alta california was a province of mexico Pretty sparsely populated. All right. And Hastings was kind of hoping that by encouraging as many Americans as possible to move to California, he could induce a, quote, bloodless revolution by sheer numbers and claim California for the U.S. It sounds like an oxymoron. Does rather. Yeah. But I think it's more just. Yeah, no. it's yeah.
0: just Yeah. Name me a historical revolution that didn't involve someone getting hurt.
1: Prince's backing band. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It's good. Thanks. All right. Um, uh, so Hastings wrote a book called The Emigrant's Guide to Oregon and California, and this was an attempt to help with this. Quote, the most direct path would be leave the Oregon route about 200 east miles east of Fort Hall, thence bearing west-southwest to the Salt Lake, and thence continuing down to the Bay of San Francisco. Thence is a word that doesn't get used enough. I was place. about to say mm. you haven't written that. That's a quote. No, it's a quote. <laughs> it would be really weird for me to just go really old timey just for yeah, a little bit to just be a guy that starts using the word thence. Challenge. Fit it in tomorrow somehow. I mean, you're working from home talking to just Kate, so. No, I mean I have video calls with people. Oh, okay, cool. I reckon <laughs> I could I could try and slip that in.
0: Right. Um, the problem is like my audio setup is too good for me to be able to like pass it off as. Oh no!
1: I want you to. I want it to be thence.
0: Yeah. I can't pass it off as them like mishearing me because of a bad connection. No, no, no. It's gotta be thence. but I have to do this. I have to hold my index finger up and say, yes. and thence, <laughs> this will happen.
1: Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's the perfect way to get it. Into yes. Business. Yeah. Make it very obvious. Thence, <laughs> slip a digit. Um, no, and mind. I'll, I'll use the word thrice while I'm at it. Yeah. Oh, mm, thusly. Mm. Uh, anyway. So the problem with all of those instructions was that Hastings had never done that. Oh, um, He'd done a very tiny portion of it. And mm, just in, assumed the rest? In in really clement weather. Okay. Like, on horseback. Yeah. Without wagons. Yeah, no
0: wheels involved.
1: No. But nevertheless, he started spreading the word of his new route. Mm. Um, Which, stupidly, uh, all of this, his route was actually longer. Oh. And included an 80-kilometer trek, excuse me, 80-mile trek through a section of desert with literally no water that he knew about and advertised, like, this is part of it. What? <laughs> So wasn't even a good... Uh,
0: anyway. wasn't even good at telling people how to not die.
1: Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. So the Donners joined the rear of a 500-wagon train from Independence in 1846. That's a lot of fucking wagons. Always oh, a lot. Um, after about 720 kilometers, they'd been delayed a little bit by rain, but generally the going was good, um, mm-hmm. a little rising river action, but they were, they were doing fine. And they were joined by other families along the way, and they ended up with a rather sizable group themselves. All right. so these these wagon trains they weren't like single file, or like going behind each other. Mm. A wagon train, wagons could be miles apart.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like there was exactly roads to follow in single file, right? No, so so
1: Those so general
0: kind of paths. You know,
1: yeah, do you know what a desire path is?
0: Yeah, it's where you you. It's just like the way the
1: ground wears. Yeah, with exactly. people just moving naturally, and that's what happened in the Oregon jail yeah. quite a lot. Um, so. They ended up with this like sizable group at the back, which was the Donner Party, and um, the idea was that they would meet Hastings at Fort Bridger, and he would guide the party through his proposed cutoff. Mm-hmm. Um, so Fort Bridger, by the way, was actually just a trading post run by a guy named Jim Bridger. Amazing. Um, which I, I I like his uh, I like his Chutzpah, but um, yeah, naming a place after himself. Yeah, I would, I would love to do that. Absolutely. Um, most of the group of the Donner Party decided basically just take the established route they were like well i don't know this hasting guy so yeah and there was a journalist that rode ahead of the group by about two weeks and uh reached a place in wyoming called black's fork about a week before the wagon train did okay um and he was basically concerned that it was going to be really tough going for wagons women and children so he returned to black's fork um to leave a letter telling people not to take the hastings cut excuse me to send a letter to uh, bridges Fort bridger mm-hmm. telling people not to take the hastings cut but uh by this point hastings was already leading another group for through the cut all right so he's meant to meet he's meant to meet the donna party at, at fort bridger yeah instead he's like a week ahead leading oh. another party through oh this journalist comes back and is like what? do not go through the hastings cut that is yeah. going to end in disaster and um jim bridger destroyed the letters so that people would continue to come to his trading Ooh, post oh my god Come on. Um, so I've called this, which is the meat of the story, the beginning of the end. Oh, good. It um, doesn't bode poorly at all. No. July 31st, 1846, the party left Black's Fork and headed out to the Hastings Cut-Off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Within just days, they found the terrain was much worse than described, much steeper, and the lack of continuous travel made the path hard to decipher compared to the desire path of the Oregon Trail, as sort mm-hmm. of mentioned. And Hastings, instead of being there to guide them, wrote letters and stuck them to trees with instructions on them. Remind me what the the weather was like. Uh, it's July, so you know. But okay. if there's any elements, yeah, you know, yeah, and they're up in the mountains, yeah, or rather, they're about to be. Well, so at this point, they're in the uh, Wasatch Range of the Rocky Mountains, mm-hmm. and there were eighty-seven members. Uh, in the party and 60 to 80 wagons right so it's not like there's 12 of them or something it's a pretty sizable like caravan yeah yeah um and it took basically they entered here end of end of july it took till late august to get out of that mountain range wow two riders went ahead to meet hastings and they were gone so long that when the wagon train caught up with them and found them they were just a day away from eating their own horses.
0: Holy shit. This is giving me, like, big flashbacks to the beginning of Red Dead Redemption 2. Big time. Yeah. Just you wait. Because you're just starting out with people dying in log cabins in the middle of winter.
1: Hold that thought, Mike. Yeah, great. Because this isn't even winter. This is August. I know. In the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, and they're still struggling. Yeah. <laughs> so, from here, they entered the Great Salt Lake Desert, which... A tattered letter from Hastings indicated was two days of difficult travel without food or water. So they went to the top of a 300-meter hill Mm -hmm. and they saw, quote, one of the most inhospitable places on Earth. Traveling through the Salt Lake Desert, which is literally as it sounds, great, under the heat of the sun, the underground moisture rose to the salt crust Turning it into a gummy mass, which made wagon passage almost oh, impossible. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, that makes sense. Days of blistering heat and nights of frigid cold. Many of the groups started hallucinating lakes and other wagon trains. Yep. Yep. Okay. People started abandoning their wagons and livestock in the gummy like mess because they just wouldn't move. Yeah. Um. People were just setting. Uh. Jim. Uh, excuse me. James Reed let. Is 100 cattle just go free because they were they were like losing their minds so much? With the wow. He just let them go into the desert. Shit! Um, and people started, uh, yeah, abandoning like their wagons and stuff, mm. and just being like, "We can do better on foot." Wow. Bear in mind, they're not that far into the journey at this point. Um, <laughs> somehow, throughout okay. this, there was no loss of human life. Not yet. But I the promised like. two-day, 64-kilometer journey. Yeah turned out to be six days and 130 kilometers how how did they more than double the distance well two men rode out to a nearby fort that was known to be quite charitable to to settlers to beg for supplies right and they returned with news that another 64 kilometers lay ahead wow by now they are one month behind the regular schedule route. If they'd taken the Oregon Trail, they'd be one month ahead of schedule. Fuck. It was all just this one dude being like, hey, I know a shortcut.
0: Yes. Hey, bitch, you don't. Yeah. Because the Oregon dead. Trail was
1: considered to be dangerous, but people did
0: it. But proven. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people-
1: Evidence-backed Oregon Trail. <laughs> True facts. <laughs> um, so, at this point, believe it or not, um, tempers. Pretty much starting to fray. Yeah, I could imagine. Um, Mine are starting to. Yeah. So, uh, in a heated incident, um, one man called Snyder started um, whipping um, one of uh, James Reed's oxen. <laughs> Sorry, I just for a second
0: thought you're about to say whipping his dick out it's <laughs> just whipping and nay naying. um <laughs> that's also very good thanks um 200 years prior i was gonna say whipping his hair back and forth yeah also like, good you know, yeah oh. that's a that's a related reference to wild wild
1: west so, hey it is thank you excellent anyway he I was whipping he started whipping uh doing whippets No, he started whipping a um <laughs> uh one of james reed's oxen this close oh, this close a to a, a spit take um, holy shit sorry go back to what was he whipping so he's whipping one of james reed's oxen and then <laughs> okay. like um james reed was getting pretty upset at him and tried to like intervene and then the man hit james reed with his um whip like with the butt of his whip oh cracked james reed's skull open what are those things made of oh they'd be like wooden or, or like it'd be like a piece of wood like a dowel yeah wrapped in leather and then the whip so yeah it's the okay i've ne- I've just never thought about the construction of a whip yeah so he like clouted him on the head with like the bottom yeah, of, like, the cosh, and it cracked his skull fuck and then then he hit james reed's wife so james reed's just stabbed him to death which i'm a bit like eh, I, I can see how he got there yeah so problem is no one liked james reed he was oh. kind of a dick yeah people quite liked snyder uh-oh um and the law was not applicable here wagons dispense their own justice because they were outside of the continental u.s what uh congress excuse me so a wagon anywhere no no we're outside of u.s territory so right these like these are this is pre-settlement yeah, yeah, like quite, yeah. Quite pre-settlement. Okay. <laughs> fucking hell uh, I'd, I'd like to add that i'm going to use words like pre-settlement and stuff like that. what i mean by that is pre-white settlement native americans own the land yeah or were yes. part of the land yeah
0: pre-white people putting a flag in it pre-colonization claiming
1: claiming, claiming it as their own yes yeah. <laughs> um so there were suggestions that they hang read but eventually uh they got it down to a booting uh, a banishing um a booting to yeah, so, say that's a bad one. simpsons reference yeah tightened <laughs> down to a booting <laughs> um no so, so they said they were going to banish him uh without his family and the next day, he left unarmed and without supplies, but his eldest daughter rode ahead and smuggled him a rifle and some food, which, you know, yeah, decent of her. Yes. Like, Reed's a dick, but... Still a dad. Yeah. Um, so, at this point, the party was splintering pretty hard, a lot of mistrust and animosity, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. One man ejected another from his wagon to make him walk rather than ride on the wagon. When you say ejected, they just threw him out? No, no he basically was like, you get down and you walk. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> Which, you know, is harsh, but wait. So a few days later, they found the man sat next to a stream. His feet were so swollen, they had split open. Holy shit. And then he was just never seen again. And the group refused to waste resources looking for him because, kicker, he was 70. Oh, my God. So at this point, they crossed the final section of desert and hit the Truckee River. No. No a patch of beautiful, lush country. This Truckee. Yes. Wow. And it is the sort of gateway that they had to press onto the Sierra Nevadas before the snows come. Hey, that's another beer reference. It is. I didn't think about that. So this section is called Truckee Lake slash Starved Camp slash Elder Creek slash Camp of Death. If that doesn't give the game away somewhat. They're all good names. Which one will you choose? Um, The Sierra Nevada Mountain Range is no fucking joke. Like, compared to this, the Wasatch mm. Ranges in the in the bottom of the Rockies was like a hillock. Okay. This is serious fucking mountains. Right. And this is on the east side of these mountains is Truckee Lake. Okay. And they're heading west over them into California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. It's October 20th at this Uh-oh. point. They've been advised that the pass wouldn't be snowed over until mid-November. Mm. Um And they've been making such good time thus far. They have. And curiously, snow started falling. Who would have guessed? So they made a camp at a place at the time known as Truckee Lake. Okay. It is now known as Donner Lake. Good. As if that wasn't ominous enough. Yeah. So all of them camped out um, and uh, constructed cabins at one site, Hmm. which was Truckee Lake. And then slightly further down at Alder Creek is where the Donners themselves, the family Donners and okay. a couple of other families, I think, right. were. Because um, we haven't
0: t- heard too much about them
1: yeah, so Yeah, so, so basically the Donners were like half a day ride right behind the front of the wagon at this okay. point. So they started camping out and the Donners were still down below.
0: And they weren't like committing any atrocities against other people in the party? No,
1: they were quite, they were quite well liked. They yeah. were They were very charitable. George Donner was seen as, a a, like, he was American-born, so people trusted his knowledge a bit more of the area. He was seen as, like, quite a charitable and fair and just man. He was very well-liked, actually. Um, And his family were, they had a young, like, pleasant family and all this sort of stuff. They were just dirt farmers from Illinois, I believe. Um, So 60 people camped out in three log cabins, which were poorly constructed. And then, yeah, a few K away, the Donner's house, 21 people in hastily constructed tents. Okay. On November 4th, a snowstorm started, which lasted eight days. Wow. You're intense. Yeah. I don't think I've ever
0: experienced a weather event that lasted eight days. No. Like other than like... sun. Yeah. Like, well, especially in Australia, but it's either like, it's a week of sun or it's a week of rain,
1: but it's never like that bad. Yeah. Um. So, because nobody in the group, because they're all kind of like, the people that were doing this were all not like um affluent but they were like fairly well off for their time and stuff like that sure. you know comparatively so um nobody was a decent hunter or fisher so they couldn't really do anything to help with their situation and supplies right. are running very low at this point i'm sure because they're fucking month or two behind schedule yeah <laughs> we have um the uh, diary of a guy um i can't remember whose it is to thank for a lot of this information but basically they had a, a slight respite and then another storm hit lasting more than a week Jeez. um And the snow was so deep that cattle and horses that died were just lost in the snow. (laughs) Wow. It gets worse. That's almost six foot. Dude. (laughs) Life at Truckee Lake was pretty miserable. The cabins were cramped and filthy and it snowed so much that people were unable to go outdoors for days.
0: Yeah, fuck.
1: Diets soon consisted of ox hide, strips of which were boiled to make a, quote, disagreeable, end quote, glue-like jelly. Ox and horse bones were boiled repeatedly to make soup and they became so brittle that they would crumble upon chewing. Jeez. Sometimes they were softened by being charred and then eaten. Oh. Uh, just bones. That's grim. Bit by bit, the Murphy children picked apart the oxhide rug that lay in front of their fireplace, roasted it in the fire and ate it. Fuck. Migrants started catching and eating mice that went into the cabins for food. And the Reed family were so starved at this point that they considered eating the Oxhide roof from their cabin.
0: And then what? That's the snow. Yeah, I guess.
1: <laughs> New subtitle. The Forlorn Hope and a New Source of Food. You know, oh, great start. Yeah. So a party of 17 decided to venture out and set off on, on foot to cross the mountains. And they fashioned snowshoes out of what they had. Which was what?
0: Because I feel like they've eaten everything at this
1: point. Well so they had like bits of wood from the wagons and like oh, ox hide and stuff okay, like that okay. and you know, yolks from the whatever. Anyway. Um in this party of seventeen, it also included a ten and a twelve year old. Yep. It's gonna say it right now. The twelve year old died. Huh. Um, at this point snow was three point seven meters deep. Fuck, that's <laughs> so much. That's how. Yeah So I'm About
0: 1.8 meters tall I was gonna say It would basically twice, be Exactly that's, twice that's you That's two me's Yeah Tall
1: Of snow Yep Fuck Um. By day three Most of them were snow blind Yeah People started dying Immediately Getting mm. lost and confused In the snow And quite soon Talk turned To cannibalism Ah uh, Yes There it is. Two more of them fell in the journey before Patrick Dolan started ranting deliriously, stripped off, and ran away into the woods, only to return and die a few hours later. Fuck. The group immediately devoured him. As more fell, the bodies of four individuals were stripped of muscle and organs. Fuck. And they eventually began discussing killing the native guides that were with them, who would come out of nowhere to help them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I knew this was coming. I didn't know how fucking brutal they were about it.
1: Mate, it's going to get so much worse.
0: We're Um, we're like 40 minutes in and finally the payoff has occurred. Yeah. So, hang on, just real quick. Because you said immediately devoured. I don't think it, like, dropped and they were like... No, but, like, you know, are they taking time to, like, cut things up and cook it? Or are they
1: just like, fuck it, it's food? So reports say that some people were eating raw people. Wow. One man who will be sort of discussed later mm. was once said to have eaten a raw baby. Oh,
0: fuck. <laughs> so when you text me this afternoon and said, Are you are you willing to get depressed or <laughs> are you ready to get depressed? Wasn't lying. Yeah, you weren't fucking around. I'm gonna Holy try and make shit. it jaunty. I thought my one last time was bad. This is Yeah, this oh. gets this gets real bad,
1: man. Unfortunately it's a really good story.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I like it. I'm I'm hooked. Yeah. But I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
1: like coming down off drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so they began to discussing these, uh, killing the two native guides who were called Salvador and Luis. Okay. Um, probably not their real names. No. Um, these two guys had basically come with another person because they were like, well, you guys are fucked. We're going to help you yeah. and guide you through. And they were yeah. like, well, we could just kill and eat them. That'll help. Yep. Um, and then one of the party were like, sidled and they're like, "Yeah, they're they're planning on killing and eating you." And they were like, Ooh, "Okay,
0: might just uh, duck, just, might duck off." Yeah, they just yeah. quietly
1: left. Yeah, which I think is <laughs> fucking legit. And also for that guy to just be like, "Dudes, like, good man," yeah, because, let them eat me instead. Yeah, that's, I, don't, that's, I don't think just, he said that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably what came next. Yeah. Well, the other thing they decided to eat start eating was um the ox hide that was holding their snowshoes together mm. you know the thing that was allowing them to cross country yeah um you don't so, need that as i say the two fled but they were found nine days later uh excuse me they were found nine days malnourished i.e they hadn't eaten for nine days <sighs> and they were shot immediately and eaten
0: yeah because i think like rough ballpark the thing i've always heard is like you can survive probably about a week or so without food Maybe two days without water.
1: I hear hear it's three days without water. Ten days without food, three days without water, eight minutes without air. Yeah. Man. Mm. They are right up to that line. You can't survive a single moment without Jesus. Or beer. Yeah, true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Finally, one individual with the help from a native camp that they came across found a small ranch who helped to assemble a rescue party. Mm. Of the 17 who set out, seven survived to this point. Yeah, but to be fair, a bunch of the other ten were probably inside them. Yeah. So, so more than in a, a way they all action. got there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it had taken thirty three days. Oh my god. These people uh. So at this point I'm gonna bring up an unlikely hero. All right. Do you remember Mr. Broken Skull stabby angry bastard, James Reed? Yes, the one no one liked. Yes, at this point, James Reed was safe on a ranch in California. What? And arranged a rescue party, setting out with 30 horses and 12 men with supplies to attempt a rescue.
0: But unfortunately,
1: to no avail. Like, he tried his damnedest and just couldn't do it. But during this time, there was a war with Mexico. So most (laughs) able-bodied men in California were occupied with that. Yeah, And the call for volunteer only yielded three responders wow by this point it's february oh shit that's like all the way through winter yeah yeah and when the rescue party arrived 13 at the camp were dead yep and the snow was so deep the cabins were under the snow oh fuck at the tw- of the uh, 21 that were at the donna camp seven were alive
0: really I'm actually surprised people were still
1: alive at this point. Yeah, they're intense. Yeah. So 23 people were chosen to go down with the rescue party, leaving another 21 behind. Three more of whom died on the way down. Yep. And on March 1st, a second rescue party arrived at Truckee Lake, made up of experienced mountain men. Good. You might need them. Another corpse was discovered, eaten at the camp. At the Donner camp. Mm-hmm. And the mostly dismembered body of Jacob Donner was found in the Donner camp. Right. Jacob's children were eating his organs. Wow. Three other bodies were found devoured in a pit. Oh, my God. This oh. time, they evacuated 14 children and three adults. And then finally, a third relief effort brought the remaining five children down, led by a families called Foster and Eddie, who sort of come down and come mm-hmm. back. Okay. When Eddie arrived, he found out that a man called uh Kiesberg. Kiesberg told him they had eaten Eddie's son. Whew. Kiesberg was accused of the one eating the raw baby yeah. and was accused of eating chill eating people when ox was still available. Like I just, do enjoying it more.
0: Yeah, I just wanna clarify the phrase you just said, eating the raw baby. <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, just, man. So, so,
1: so, so later on, Keesburg will come up later on again. Yeah. Cause we're, we're on the, we're on the, we're, we're on the final paragraph. Please thank here. God. <laughs> uh, a final scouring party, not a rescue party, a final scouring party a few months later went yeah. up to find basically anything left of use that they could sell to pay for the, um, upkeep of the Donna children. Now that, um, they well, had no parents. Well,
0: yeah, but that was kind of their own fault.
1: <laughs> that is a really good point.
0: It's <laughs> also fucking dark. Yeah, dude. Fuck oh, me. shit. <laughs> fuck.
1: <laughs> it's going to take a moment. Yeah. A you, you have a drink. I feel like you need one. You've had to read all of this. I've had to read it three times. Yeah, well, you wrote all of that. Yeah. Too. So this final scouring party went back to basically bring belongings Not people Belongings Yeah Yeah. And they found the body of George Donner Okay Who basically had a few months earlier While trying to fix someone else's wagon Slipped a chisel through his hand And it had become infected And he'd slowly died up there Unable to help anybody Unable to use his arm And he basically had died like A couple of days before that scouring party arrived Holy shit Man (laughs) One of his remaining relatives, Tamsin Donner, had found refuge with Kiesberg in his cabin. Okay. Not a good guy. Go on. Kiesberg said she had left the cabin, but the scouts found a pot of human flesh, along with George Donner's pistols, jewelry, and $250 in gold. Cool. So we've found the villain. It is suggested that of the 41 deaths of the Donner party... Twenty one of them were cannibalized. Fuck Whew. And that's it. Yeah. I got some fun facts for us afterwards. And wow. by fun I mean horrendous. Huh. <sighs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Let's hit the bump. Yep. That's not what I mean. Jump. <laughs> Have a bump. 90 people entered the Wasatch Mountains. Only 48 survived. Wow, fuck. (laughs) Not good odds. Five people died before they reached Truckee Lake. Mm -hmm. And then 34 died between December 1846 and April 1847. Wow. Not a single adult over the age of 49 survived. And 62.5% of children under six died. That's a weird statistic. 66% of men aged 20 to 39
0: died. This feels like the worst census in history. Mm.
1: <laughs> just the weirdest statistics coming out of it. And I got a, I got a fun, where are they now? It's just I mean, a couple of people.
0: I assume dead. It was like the 1800s. Well, yeah, but like, yeah. you know,
1: not now, but after. Ah. So Eddie, the guy whose d- son got eaten by Keesberg, hmm, vowed at that point, he just said, after this, rather than doing it at the time, I don't really know why he didn't do it at the time. He's like, when all this is over, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> I'm going to get you eddie remarried and started a family in california he attempted to follow through on his promise to murder lewis mm-hmm. uh, lewis Kiesberg, but was dissuaded by james reed and edwin bryant james reed inadvertently a little bit of a fucking hero throughout this yeah but also kind of a shitbird yeah but he was kind of a shitbird mostly because he want, He was like looking out for his family a lot
0: was it wait wasn't it him that had the whole bad shortcut idea no that's hastings hastings
1: right. james reed was the one that got sta- that stabbed the guy to death that's right um, sorry there's been so much horrific shit yeah, on the story so many awful I'm people i'm getting it confused the one nice person was george Donner. yeah <laughs> poor poor fucker yeah um so many of the families were like well i'm not taking in that person's child now they're dead the right. child can die too what oh yeah like even before they hit the mountains yeah like fuck. early on it's fucked um but my favorite one is that lewis geeseberg the man who ate a lot of people quite happily mm. um Said that afterwards, because the story was so sensationalized, or rather, was so well
0: Accurately told?
1: Yeah, that one. It's it's just a bad story. He became something of a pariah to the public and couldn't leave his house. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah, I guess he got snacky. Um, (laughs) But um, he said that- Just a toe. He basically said that, like, I don't know what it is that I've done for God to have thrown quite so many things at me, but it feels like- For all of my life, he's been testing me as much as possible to give me so much adversity. It's like, might have been, like, I know the Donna thing was bad, but the after Donna thing, you could have made it fine by not, I don't know, eating all the people quite happily? Yeah. Yeah. Seems like maybe you should know what you did. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the entire area up there now is named like Donna Lake, Donna Pass, the town of Donna. That,
0: that to me, is still kind of confusing because it seems like they didn't really do anything to earn that notoriety the, because
1: it was like I say it was known as the Donner Party the travel because, party was, yeah, yeah. And, and, and because the Donners were a, a, a large part of it they weren't sure. I don't know if they, they might even have been the biggest part of the party yeah and then the Reeds but like why they is were, it
0: called like the Kiesberg Calamity <coughs> Kafuffle. Kefuffle's a better word Keesburg's Buffet <laughs> I almost made a joke before about going to the great buffet in the sky
1: <laughs> but that's yeah <laughs> amazing um there's a campground there now and like skiing Good. it's yeah. actually a really really beautiful I'm sure area. it is
0: now that we know how to navigate that terrain yeah stunning without what's, wooden wheels
1: what's really mad I looked up well I found them on the wikipedia page yeah um just very quickly, by the way, I read this massive long Wikipedia page to do all this, and then right at the bottom, it's like "see also," and there was one just called "Timeline of the Donner Party Expeditions." Like, ah, and well, I wish I'd read that before I wrote all of this. Yeah, that, that's your starting point. Yep, fuckers. <laughs> but um, I read that the the first like sort of transcontinental highway, the mm. Lincoln Highway, mm-hmm. of all things, used pretty much the Donner Party route. Oh, like, hey, why? Like, what year are we talking? It was time afterwards because yeah. it was motorcars. Motorcars. Cars. Motor cars. cars. <laughs> but, like, it's yeah. a weird choice. Yeah. It feels like that's the bad one. Seems the least efficient way to go. Yeah. If that many people got eaten on yeah. the way. But, um, yeah, so, so, like, the whole area is now Donna this, Donna that, which is awesome. I think it's really stunning. I've looked at a lot of pictures today and look at, like, quite a lot of, like, Google Earth of it. Yeah. It's a beautiful area. I'd, okay. I'd quite like to visit out of more curiosity and stuff like that. But they said yeah. that when the scouting party went back up there, it was just like, there was just human remains everywhere. Oh my God. It was just like bones everywhere.
0: Yeah, because there would have only been like a couple of ways through that area and maybe the snow starting to melt. That that was it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then when the snow started to melt, they went back there and it's like, oh, this is, this is is awful. They torched it. They torched the whole thing. They torched all the cabins to the ground. Like, oh
0: my God. It was
1: mad. Yeah. So, I, you know how I like to occasionally finish on a um a funny, no on uh, on an awkward question. Oh, okay. Um, would you ever
0: eat human? Right now, I would say no, but I've also never been put in such life or death situations
1: to have legitimately needed to consider it to stay alive. What if it wasn't about that? What if they? What if it was more a case of, hey, um, I know I'm uh. Getting this leg chopped off. No. Do you want some? No. It's legitimate. There's no laws you're breaking, no. you'll be fine. No, I wouldn't do it. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: I think if it was like
1: eat this or die, then I'd think about it. You know, next week, do you want to do the Andes plane disaster where there was loads of people stuck in the snow forever until they started eating each other? Uh
0: thinking about it. Seems like we're going down that road. <laughs> <laughs> the the hard bit's gonna be finding a beer that lines up with that. Yeah. Uh
1: I'm sure we can make it work. There was a movie about it called Alive. I'm sure there's something about like that you can do with that. Probably. All I can think is, the weather outside is frightful. Yeah, no, ca- at
0: this point, I kind of want to put two hands on the steering wheel and turn us the other way. Oh, you mean like Quentin Tarantino's uh, Inglorious Bastards? Yeah, basically. Yeah, fair enough. Just, it's been, what, two or two or three of these in a row, but yeah. we've done a bunch of them over the course of the show. Yeah, we've, we've, done, <laughs> we've done some sad ones. Don't get me wrong. I find them entertaining, fascinating, and kind of morbid and interesting. I don't know if everybody wants to hear about it all the time. Well, what I would say is, like last week's, we managed to wring quite a bit of humor from it for some reason.
1: Yeah, this most, one less so.
0: Yeah, this is more just, hey, you want to hear about a dude who ate a bunch of people?
1: Hey there, want to get want to get sad and a little peckish? Come <laughs> to Hey
0: Brew. I haven't had dinner, and now I feel guilty about feeling hungry. <laughs>
1: I think those two things are not mutually exclusive, Mike. Yeah, uh, well.
0: Secuse. The door is shut and I'm hungry. I do kind of want a donna kebab. That's a bad... <laughs> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that laugh goes really well.
1: <laughs> oh, tickled myself way too much there. You
0: on lamb, chicken, or,
1: well, long dollar Oh, long pig. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What am I going to eat for dinner? I don't, I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm going to be picturing the what raw it. baby. Oh fuck!
0: That's so
1: such a bad phrase. Sorry, deep fried baby, baby sushi. <laughs> that just makes me think of really cute, adorable, like chibi sushi.
0: Yeah, a tiny little fish on a on a ball of rice, like little sprats or something. Yeah, no, you're not the gold. It's a goldfish cracker on a ball of rice. <laughs> Off which crack on a rice cracker it's yeah. <laughs> oh, quite good oh. oh oh that'll be all right
1: actually i can go for some crackers anyway. yeah i've got loads of cheese at home i might just go eat that yeah i'm trying to be healthy this month but she's is- given a load of cheese Yeah, but like
0: cheese is so good
1: if only there was some kind of <laughs> website anyway <laughs> speaking of websites um yep, if you good. like websites that are sociable um yep. oh by the way i'd eat human uh, if you'd uh, like to visit websites with us on them um, that are sociable, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, and there's Twitter for some reason. Yep. And they're all at hey Podcast. So it's at hey Podcast, or that's just hey Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's it. And I believe that the uh, good folks in the world
0: can email us too. They can using the email address hello at zone. Uh, we are taking any messages at this time, as long as you're not trying to solicit us to eat you or be a party to any of that kind of stuff. Send us long pork recipes. No, maybe just normal pork recipes. I'd be down with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: What if they're long pork recipes, but you like that you could substitute this for pork. If you're not a, maybe, maybe humanitarian, (laughs) maybe, I don't know. Maybe just don't specify the type of meat and we'll figure it out. It's like the vegetarian alternative, they're like, and if you don't eat human, you suppose you could use pork. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: Okay, that's the email. Um, um, there's also the website, heybrew.zone, which has references and links to all of the aforementioned social stuff.
1: Yep. Um, if you're listening to us on a thing where you can leave reviews, do that. Please. Good ones. Please. Please. P- please and thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> the podcast with manners. I think that's it. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Sweet. I don't know. I am actually quite peckish now. Yeah. Um. Right. well, this has been Depressing and also Hey Brew. Yes. I've been Elliot. I've been Mike. Cheers. Cheers. How, how long actually was that? Because I was really worried this one was going to run really long. One hour, oh three. That's quite short. Yeah. Because
0: the info just kept piling up. Oh, I'm sure it would have. Because it's also like, it's not so far back in history that records are hard to find.
1: Yeah. It's also yeah. very well documented as a result. Also that, rather, very well researched. Yes. Yeah.
0: It is depressing, isn't it? God, so much. Holy shit! Like I was going through it last night, and I was just like, yeah. In silence, like, like I, at I, Katie's. I knew the vague shape of it. Of yeah, stranded in the snow, resorted to eating each other. Most people
1: died. Yeah. Well, I thought it would be like a lot of people died, but then they ate two of them.
0: Yeah, but I'd, I've I've never
1: looked into it until today. Dude, the, 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 the <laughs> literal, like, they have a table of data on Wikipedia where it's, like, who died, how they died, where they died. Did they get what, eaten? Yeah. What happened to the body? Yeah. By whom?
0: Fuck. <laughs> no, it's, what I, what I want to see is, like, a graph representation of,
1: like, who ate who and, like. Yeah, the, who, whose bodies went into other people's bodies. Yeah. Not sexy. But. Fuck. <laughs> but, uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> I, I, I could dig that. Donner party gone sexual.
1: <laughs> Donger party. Done her party.
0: <laughs> this is so bad.
1: They're practicing safe sex. It's a dinger party. <laughs>